In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Merry Christmas. It is so good to see all of you. Merry Christmas to those of you worshiping with us from home. We are so glad you are joining us with this Christmas praise, and we, we feel and we sense your presence right here among us. So I got to give credit where credit is due. My wife was the first to spot these words. She found them, and then she wrote this beautiful, she keeps this blog, so she wrote this beautiful reflection on these words. And in the meantime, her sister, my sister-in-law, Wendy, who is an amazing artist, they never talked with each other, but she designed her family Christmas card, and it had these words on it. This is the card. A thrill of hope, a weary world rejoices. Now, those aren't new words, and I bet you have heard them hundreds of times. They come from the very first verse of the famous Christmas carol, O Holy Night. But this year, they just seem to just jump out at you, don't they? And they do to me. They, I, I've kind of seen them everywhere that I've gone in many, many places. And maybe it's because we are weary. As my dear wife pointed out, if there is one thing that unites this world right now, it is our weariness. We're weary of a pandemic and how it affects every aspect of our life. We're weary of talking about it. (laughs) We're weary because death is in our face constantly because of it and for many other reasons. We're weary because we're lonely and isolated and even depressed. We're weary because of the political unrest, the economic uncertainty, the racial tension, the injustice, the violence. We're weary because it seems like everyone is just so angry these days. And anger is exhausting. We're weary because we're struggling to hold it together, to keep our heads above water, to keep moving forward. And we're weary because all of this and more is coupled together with our frailty our inability to be what we know we should be. Instead of these challenges bringing out the best in us, things like integrity, courage, virtue, and faith, we often slide into despair and self-pity and self-indulgence. Our faith becomes lackluster, lethargic, and lifeless. These words, the thrill of hope. That's what we want. We want to be injected with hope. Thrill our hearts. God planted something deeply resilient in the human heart. There's something in us by nature that just does not want to give up. And all we need is just a little smidgen of hope, and our hearts come roaring back to life, beating wildly with expectation. I think it's why we like suspenseful movies or books that are sort of those thriller types. It seems like in every one of those stories, somewhere in that story, it seems like everything is lost. There's only a tiny shred of a chance that the characters are going to escape or that they're going to be rescued. But that's what we hold on to. (laughs) Because as an audience or as a reader, we know that, yes, they will escape. Of course they will. They will be rescued. Somehow, they're going to make it. 
such movies or books thrill us? Because hope thrills us. Because deep down we believe, yes, we're going to make it. We are going to be saved. We're going to be rescued. There have been many good things this last year, but perhaps one of them is that it has shattered the illusion that all we have to do is just sort of tweak things a little bit and it's all going to be good. You know, just get the right people elected. Just roll out the vaccine. Pass the new bill. Get the economy started again. It's all going to be fine. No, my friends. No, no, no. Long before this past year, long, long ago, things began to melt down. (laughs) Things began to disintegrate and die. We don't need a few little tweaks to make things right. We need to be rescued. We need to be saved. So what I would like you to do tonight is to open your heart and to hear with fresh ears the words of the angel spoken to those shepherds. What I want you to do do tonight is to hear them as if the angel is speaking to you. Let the angel thrill your heart. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Unto you. For you, for each and every one of you is born this day a Savior. Rescue has come. Christ has come to save us from our sins, from death, and the weariness of it all. And who is He? This tiny little package of hope, this tiny baby, He is the Christ, the long-awaited Messiah. He is the Lord. He is God, Yahweh, who's come into our world, who's come into our humanity to rescue us to rescue us today, this night, this holy night. I'd like you to listen to the entire verse, verse 1, of that great song. Let these words fill your heart. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Oh, my friends, look at this child. Look at Jesus. Because to look at Jesus is to look into the very face of God. And if we are looking at God, hmm, then let your soul feel its worth. Because this is your God who has come to rescue you because you have great worth. This is not how things should be, what we experience day in and day out. There is more. 
A new and glorious morn breaks for you. Filled with new horizons and new vistas, new possibilities. Let your heart, let your heart be thrilled with hope. Let your weariness give way to rejoicing. Fall on your knees and worship Him.